personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. Public service announcement. Investors were about to see a new law in New York State as early as maybe March that says, hey, buyer, here, hey, tenant, here's a notice from your broker about how you can sue the landlord, the seller, and the broker. Sue for what? Sue for discrimination, Lauren. You see, there's this discrimination's old error. Have you heard of hashtag Me Too? It's all the rage. It's like a pound. It's a Me Too. That's a whole nother story. A little <laughs> weird. But so hashtag Me Too. Pound Me Too. Yeah, pound Me Too. So I keep saying it. it never happens. Sorry. So anyway, sexual harassment, which is what hashtag Me Too is about, is actual sex discrimination. It's a subset of sex discrimination. That was the first error, the first thing that brought discrimination to the forefront. I hope you know that discrimination laws have been around since the 60s, I think 1968 to be precise. But this current error is the error of the victim. The victim now has rights. And so then last year, not even last year, like within the year, Newsday ran this whole expose called Long Island Divided, and they sent testers for three years. And what they found- Where did they send them to? All around Long Island to go around with brokers. Okay. And they had brokers. If you don't know what a tester is, it means someone who's posing as if they're going to be a renter, posing as if they're going to be a purchaser. They don't really have an intent to rent or purchase. There's this U.S. Supreme Court case called Havens Realty, which says, even if you don't intend to rent or purchase, you can pretend and you could still sue for discrimination. So Newsday sent these testers out, investigators, and what they found is that steering is like an epidemic throughout Long Island. So what steering means is we segregate and we tell people where to live. The black should live here. The brown should live there. The yellow should live there. The white should live there. I guess the off-whites can live somewhere else, but that's a whole nother story for another day. But what they found is that brokers were compelled to tell people, I think you shouldn't live there. I think you should live there. And they would treat people differently. That's what discrimination really comes down to. So this was like a... a, a catastrophe. This was all over the news. Other newspapers picked it up. It became on national. And the legislators need to react. Governor Cuomo needed to react. And this is the response that I'm telling you about right now from Governor Cuomo, from the regulatory department. So New York State has three branches of government. I think we should all know that, as does the federal government. We have the legislative, the executive, and the judiciary. You all think about laws and you think about legislation, you think about statutes, you think about when Congress makes a law, the Senate and the House. In New York State, we don't have the House, we have the Assembly, it's the Senate and the Assembly, but that's the Congress, they make laws. But what people often forget is the executive branch also makes laws. Those are called regulations. Well, there's a new regulation coming to town. So let me let me read you this regulation. I just want you to know it's going to be at 19 New York Code of Rules and Regulations, Part 175.28. If you want to find it, all you do is you Google New York State Register, and you can read it yourself. So let me read you Section A. I think that's the most important part. A real estate broker shall be responsible to ensure that each individual license pursuant to Article 12A of the New York real property law and associated with such broker provides to a prospective purchaser, tenant, seller, or landlord upon first substantive contact, a disclosure notice furnished by the department, I guess that means the department of state, containing substantive provisions of the New York state human rights law, 
That's the law about discrimination in New York State. The disclosure shall set forth how human rights law complaints. This is the key part. The disclosure notice shall set forth how human rights law complaints may be filed and such other information as the department deems pertinent. Wait, wait, wait. So let me understand. You should understand. A real estate broker, when they're meeting with a prospective tenant or a buyer, has to, before they show them the property, it says first substantial contact. So that just means, okay, hi, I'm about to show you a property. But before I show you the property, I'm going to give you this form that's going to tell you how to sue me and how to sue the landlord. Like it's even worse. So it's not even when they first meet because they used to have a thing in New York State that defines substantive contact by what's called the warm body test. And now they just define it in a very loose Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of having substance involving matters of major or practical importance to all concerned. What that means is they don't even have to be in physical contact with you showing you the property. You could just be having a conversation. It could be via email. So their first real contact where they're specifically discussing specifically identified property that they're specifically trying to sell or rent you, they have to give you a notice buyer tenant. They also have to do it to the seller or landlord, but we're not as concerned about them. To the buyer tenant says, hi, Miss Buyer. Hi, Miss Tenant. Here's how you sue me, the broker, for discrimination. Here's the law on discrimination. And by the way, here's how you sue my landlord, my seller, my client. So as a as an investor, I'm saying to myself, why would I want to hire a broker now? Now when I'm hiring a broker, I'm now saying, hey, broker, go tell people how to sue me. And that scares me a little. And what happens when the broker doesn't do it? When, when the broker doesn't do that? Well, it says that the broker can have liability and they could have a vi- license law. It actually, there's actually a section on it, Lauren. And what it says is in section E, it says a real estate broker shall be jointly liable for any violation of the section committed by any licensed individual associated with such broker. In plain English, what that means is these brokerage companies, they're, they're gorillas. Like you have the Berkshires and the NRT and the Element. You got these gorillas, huge companies. If one schmo who's a salesperson, meaning an independent contractor, a small guy in the company that's associated, the actual company is responsible for not doing it. But let's go what I thought was even more interesting. And let's go back. It said, containing substantive provisions of the New York State Human Rights Law. And again, I told you the New York State Human Rights Law is New York State's discrimination law. Yeah, federally, there's something called the Fair Housing Act. Yeah, federally, in commercial, they have something with the American with Disabilities Act. American Disabilities Act applies to commercial and public spaces. They call that spaces of public accommodation. Fair Housing Act applies to residential. However, New York State has their own law called the New York State Human Rights Law that applies to both commercial and residential. And don't forget that the counties have laws too and and the towns and the villages and the cities. But what this is applied to is the New York State Human Rights Law. But what I found interesting is they said containing substantive provisions. I don't know what that means. And so we're going to be in the comment period until March 15th. And what the comment period means, just so everyone understands, is investors like yourself, Lauren, like myself, we can go on and we can email this guy, David Mossberg. I don't know if you've heard of David. David's a great guy. I actually know David. but And so don't pick on David. This isn't him. But it says in the register that if you want to make comments, what you do is you email David, like D-A-V-I-D, dot Mossberg, M-O-S-S-B-E-R-G, at D-O-S, dot ny.gov. And you email Dave what you're thinking. And there's a few parts that I'd like to email Dave. I'm going to email Dave about. So the first one is which substantive provisions are they talking about? This law is tons of pages. Are they going to uh, put the substantive provision where you could sue for compensatory damages, meaning, hey, you cannot just get the amount of money that you lost by having to rent somewhere else, Lauren? You know what else you got? 
What? You get emotional distress damages. And what they say on New York City's human rights law on their website, on the New York City Commission of Human Rights, they say, when emotional damage means you lost your dignity. Ladies, Lauren, imagine I say this to you. Miss, I'd love to show you the apartment. Can you bring your husband before I show you it? And I'm going to sue you. Yeah, you are. And, but, and now I know how to sue you because I have this little form and it tells me how to sue you. And so, it, but you're not just going to sue that you lost the place. You're going to sue that you lost your dignity because you as a woman can't do anything without your man the way this says. And then it goes further. And it also says, and other information as the department deems pertinent. I don't like when the government deems pertinent. I want- What is pertinent? I don't know what pertinent means. So I want to comment on both of these things. And then I want to go another paragraph. I didn't read you this before. Paragraph C says this. This shall apply to all real property, whether or not it is used or occupied or intended to be used or occupied, wholly or partly as a home or residence of one or more persons, regardless of the number of units, and shall include condominiums, cooperative apartments, vacant land, including unimproved real property upon which such dwellings are to be constructed or commercial properties. This is very interesting. So they're making this notice, just so we're clear, any type of real estate gets the notice. All buyers, all tenants get the notice. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, I get it, but really, uh, who's going to sue? Well, I hope you know race is a protected class. And Lauren, you'll help everyone out for a second, okay? Sure. Were you immaculately conceived? Uh, I'd like to think so, but not. So you're not the baby Jesus. So nope. if you weren't immaculately conceived, you have like an ancestry, right? Like like you, you, you come from a lineage. Yes. Well, race means ancestry. So everyone in God's earth is protected. So uh, beyond that, um, are, are you see-through? Um, nope. So you have a skin pigmentation. So that's your color. We got race, color, religion, sexual orientation, sex, gender, transgender. The list goes on. There's so many protections in New York State. We got source of income. I don't know if you know that, people, but you don't. If you check out where someone got the money or make sure they have a job and you make that a condition precedent to them being able to rent from you, you just discriminated on that too. So let's loop back. On January 15th, 2020, Lauren, the state register added a notice of proposed rulemaking, meaning that there's going to be a law coming down the pikeway. We're in the 60-day comment period for this rule. In simple English, what this rule says is a broker, every time they're hired by a landlord, meets a tenant, they have to say, here's a writing, a paper, a notice, flashing lights that say, Here's how you sue me, the broker, for discrimination, and here's how you sue my landlord for discrimination. And I think the key thing, we're in the comment period, is that I operate a law firm, and I can't tell you how many calls we get all the time. I got fired from my job. I want to sue for discrimination. They're mean. Let's be clear. You can't sue for discrimination unless you got an adverse impact because of your existence in a protected class. And I think what they need on this notice is not all rejections are discrimination. Not all different terms are discrimination. There could be legitimate, non-discriminatory business rationales. That's the test that the U.S. Supreme Court says to defend a discrimination case. There could be legitimate, non-discriminatory business rationales that you can't sue for. So stop trying to get attorney's fees from me. Start Stop trying to get punitive damages from me. Stop getting emotional distress damages from me and man up, woman up and stop being a victim. We need to have our voices heard. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.